Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, you know, I hear this in my spirit. It's well with my soul. It's well with my soul. How, and I, I want everybody to say that. Say it's well with my soul. You know, uh, I, I dealt with something. And, you know, I I had to be real. I had to be honest. And I said, you know what? God gave every person a free will. They have a will to do right, a will to do wrong. And I just want to tell everybody, I just want to tell everybody that God put me in your perfect will, in your right will. But that's the only thing going to keep you. You know, permissive will reminds me of neutral in a car. You know, your car goes neutral. If it's like a a, a decline, it, it'll go wherever the flow. If it's an incline, it's not going to go up. It's going to go backwards. So when I think of permissive wills, it's, it, it's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. You know, and, and that's why I just want to, you know, to be honest, with everybody, permissive will doesn't have any guarantees. Being permissive, but you can God's perfect will. If you're doing what you need, should do, and what you need to do, you can't help but to be blessed. Even when the enemy attack you, you don't have to wonder because you're doing you in God's right will. And you and you are doing what he tells you to do. So I just want to tell everybody: say, God, put me in your right will, put me in your perfect will, because my will has been like a spinning wheel. I've been going all round and round and around. You remember as little kids, you used to get your your bicycle or your bike. And you'll turn it upside down and you just spin the wheel. That's how many of our lives been going. Because we've been in God's permissive wheel. So tonight, I want everybody to change your outlook. And say, Lord, I want to be in your right wheel, your perfect wheel. Everybody hear me clearly? Amen. Praise God. So, um, and I'm I'm just so grateful because I'm praying God give me your right will. It's gonna cost you something. 
but you got to change your will to God's will. You you can't just say, Lord, I, I just want to be free like a bird. I want to do what I want to do. And once I get everything uh, that I want to do out of my system, then I'll serve you. No, you won't. I'm going to tell you why. I, you know how many times I say, Lord, I'm not going to eat this no more. Lord, I ain't going to do this no more. I ain't going to watch this no more. I'm not going to listen to this no more. I say that so many times in my life. And I want to be honest with you. <laughs> I can't fail him. But what I have learned, I say, Lord, I want to be in your perfect will. And Lord, help me in my weakness. Because Brother Larry, Larry have weaknesses. He he has vulnerabilities. He have everybody on the line from the, the well-known preacher to the least of, uh, of them. But I'm learning. Say, God, you take it. Larry can't do this. I tried to do it in my strength, and all it gave me is gray hair, a bald spot on top of my head, and and uh, new eating addictions. <laughs> so uh, I just want to just tell everybody, give your weakness to God. You know, uh, it don't faze me when I hear people cussing. It don't faze me. But, you know, I had that same problem. I said, God, I'm going to hand this over to you. So the Holy Spirit been blessed me with selective words. He said, select your words carefully. Be quick to hear and, and we're slow to speak. And I'm just so grateful. I'm going to go into prayer. And I, I'm just so blessed. It's, it's, it's been a, a good week and a busy week. But I'm just so blessed because in spite of in spite of what Larry don't and don't do and what he's supposed to do and what he didn't do, God is still faithful, and that's I'm just so blessed, and it makes me want to do better each and every day. I want everybody here. I I know. We don't do it much, but take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. Oh, Lord, you're just so wonderful. Lord, you're just so awesome. Lord, you're so great. Lord, you are, you are so awesome. Lord, we just say thank you. And Lord, we bless our enemies. And we pray for those who despitefully use us. And Father God, we just say thank you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, you are awesome, God. You're just so awesome. And, Lord, I, I thank you that you're delivering us and setting us free. Lord, I pray for everyone who, who lost a loved one. 
Father God, I just say thank you. I thank you for the miracles and the blessings you have done in everybody's life on this phone. And Lord, we just Lord, I just want to say thank you for miracles and more and more open doors. Lord, I thank you for closing doors that need to be closed. And Lord, I pray for safety over everyone over this memorial uh holiday. Lord, I pray for everyone who lost a, a husband, a wife, a son, a daughter, a cousin, a niece, a nephew, a grandfather, a stepfather, uh, any guardian uh, that, that lost their life in the, the service, the armed forces or the Navy or the Army. And, Father God, I pray for comfort in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, I pray for comfort. I pray that you console them. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you for keeping them comfort in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just say thank you. And Father God, I pray for children who lost their parents in the service that, Lord, you will comfort those children. And, Lord, I pray that you will help them in a time of of need of a parent. And, Lord, give their grandparent or any or their legal guardian the strength to handle, handle that. Because, Lord, I don't know to lose a, a mother or father. But I know death is not easy. And, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we just say thank you. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that everyone in the fivefold ministry, Lord, you'll give them rest. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray that you keep our children safe. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you will keep our children safe. And Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, just say thank you. And Lord, we praise you. And Lord, you're so awesome. And Father God, I pray that even when children are in the swimming pools, that Lord, you'll keep a, a watch over them. And, Lord, I pray for a wholesome fun in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just say thank you. Father God, I pray for marriages, that you will strengthen marriages in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, we just say thank you. And, Father God, I want to pray for all the single people who are going through. And, Lord, I pray that you send them the the, the right mate in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, it's about so. And Lord, I pray, Father, that you will strengthen them in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, 
Lord, I pray you keep them from any Jezebel, uh, any spirit uh, or counterfeit in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray for our happiness. I pray that marriages will be renewed in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we just say thank you. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for the bomb of Gilead to heal emotions, heal minds, heal bodies in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we just say thank you. And Lord, I decrease that you can increase in me. And Lord, I pray that your word, that we don't be hearers of your word, but we'll be doers. And Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. And Lord, we just Lord, I pray for strength. I pray for strength for your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm gonna go to Leviticus uh chapter nineteen. Leviticus chapter nineteen. Um, I'm going to start, and um, the Holy Spirit is, uh, is showing me, you know, uh, um, that the Old Testament is just as important. Um, I'm going to Leviticus chapter 4, Leviticus 19, verse 4. Do not put your trust in idols or make metal images of gods for yourself. I am the Lord, your God. Um, you know, lately I've been seeing people uh, making certain monuments for their parents and children. And um, they make a, a symbol. You know, every time I I wear this symbol, it reminds me of my, you know, my mother, father, my child. And... Um, and I noticed, you know, I've been seeing a lot of young people wearing rosary beads, and they don't have a clue what the rosary beads are. You know, uh, it's, it's based from the Catholic Church and what people do. They say a prayer, and they go up one beat. They say another prayer, and they go up another beat. So I just want to tell everybody, put away your idols. Put away those those remedies that your parents told you every time you you uh um, if you're going through something uh, write a note and put it in a box and bury it all those those uh superstitions and weird ways verse five when you sacrifice a peace offer to the lord offer it properly so you will be accepted to by god now I want to tell everybody, um, with anything you do for God, whether sacrificial offering, atonement, Passover, tithes and offering, do it properly. You know, don't sit there, well, um, I don't know why I'm giving it. All this is, you know, all they're going to do is buy this and buy that. You know, I don't, why, I don't know why I'm giving to the church. I don't like that color paint anyway. They need to repaint the church. You got to be careful before you give 
whatever offer to the God to to the Lord to God, you got to you got to check your attitude. You know uh, what what I have learned in in for so many years. You know I, I always hear people say about pastors and preachers and oh they got a nice house they they have this and they using church money. It, it's true in some cases, in most cases it's not. What I have learned working in a finance the financial aspect, uh, financial sector of the church that people don't really give. As leaders, you you better have some type of invention, a job, or and another thing, you you better have faith in God. So I want to tell people, you know, if you're giving, check your attitude, do it properly, so it can be accepted by God. If you give with a, a a nasty spirit, guess what? You I'm gonna tell you this. How many of you, you all right now? Say you say you loan somebody some money, and and you say here, here the money. I'm tired of you begging for money, and you gave it nasty. So what about somebody repay you like that? Here your money and throw it to you. You know you got to be careful how you give because it's gonna get back to you in that same way. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, verse 9. When you harvest the crops of your land, do not harvest the grain along the edges of your field, and do not pick up what the harvest drops. It is the same with your grape crops. Do not strip every last bunch of grapes from the vine. And do not pick up the grapes that fall to the ground. Leave them for the poor and the foreigners living among you. I am the Lord. I, uh, I'm the Lord your God. And and I'm gonna help you with this. Uh, you know, uh, you know when you say open up the windows of heaven and God will pour out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. The part you can't receive. You have to be a blessing to others. You know, that's called overflow. You know, um, I, I learned something from a woman of God, uh, Prophet Jones. She said, you know, if you have a budget, you know, stay within your budget. But a lot of times if God gives you overflow, bless others. I do something for others. You know, so if, if you want to give a sacrificial offering, that's between you and God. Same way with uh, with this passage, when when the Spirit of the Lord give you overflow, be a blessing to others. You know, don't sit there. I, um, you know, with this kind of money, I better put it in another bank account, another bank account. You no, know, be a blessing to others. It's just like, you know, the Spirit of the Lord is saying, say right now, you you have a farm, and you're growing corn, and you have 20 acres of corn. Now, what you going to do, now I'm going to get everything, so I don't leave nothing for nobody. Don't have that spirit. Always be a blessing to others. You know, the Bible says better to give than receive. I'm going to tell you how how the Lord put, put it to me about blessings. It's just like air, oxygen. Everybody here needs oxygen. So when you breathe in oxygen, you exhale carbon dioxide. That carbon dioxide, carbon dioxide, what trees use 
So trees need carbon dioxide, and trees give out oxygen. Uh, everything in this world uh, is helpers to one another, everything we use. So the Spirit of the Lord says, in order to be wealthy, in order to be blessed in God, you have to give to receive. It's just like, if you look at it, say you go to the toilet, to the bathroom, and once you flush your toilet, fresh water coming in. Or once you take a shower, that dirty water goes out and fresh water come in when you take another shower. Um, you know, same way with life. So when you give to God, you give, and always give to receive, but you just give that that things can flow in your life. And and when a person is greedy, they'll hog up everything. Nah, I'm going to just be honest. If God released a billion dollars to me, there's no way in a lifetime I would ever I would be able to spend that money. You know, that's an overflow. So it's to be a blessing. Don't get caught up in the greed. Because the greed would destroy you. Amen. Verse 11. Do not steal. Do not deceive or cheat one another. Do not bring shame on the name of your God by using it to swear false. I am the Lord thy God. Um, I just want to tell everybody to be careful. Um, you know, I, I grew up in an era that does say the Lord era. I grew up in that does say the Lord, does say the Lord. And, and I've seen a lot of false teachers, prophets, false apostles, prophets, all alike. I always use does say the Lord to get money. And and many of y'all say, oh, I'll never do that. Never say never. But the Lord is saying, Don't don't use my name in vain. Do not defraud or rob your neighbors. Do not make your hired workers wait until the next day to receive their pay. Many of you all are gonna gonna be businessmen and women of God. Don't don't sit there. The worker did his job, and you sitting there. I, I pay. I I pay you when I get to you. No, if you call yourself a child of God, pay people accordingly. Amen. Now, if you have a problem with the bank, you can say, "Look, uh, I was gonna pay you today. I went to the bank. The bank was closed. They closed early. Their computers down. That's a different story." But be businessmen about business. Amen. Uh, verse 14, do not assault the deaf or curse the blind to stumble. You must fear your God. I am the Lord. Do not twist justice in legal matters by favoring the poor or being partial to the rich and the powerful. Powerful. Always judge people fairly. Um, you know, I... I have seen, uh, that's a show I watch called American Greed. And mostly, you know, these are some good scam artists. They they know how to scam and get what they want. But, you know, I, I, most people that get caught up in, in that show are people with money. Because 
um, they'll 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 favor people with money. They have money, but don't get caught up in matters. You know, it's it's gonna be a time that you're gonna be wealthy. A God gonna bless you to be in a board of directors of a company or a church organization, and and you're gonna have to be fair. But well, they're a big time giver. Yeah, they might be a big time giver, but they they are fraudulent. They they are they're not of God. Well, they poor, you know, they don't have a say-so. No, be fair. Always judge people fairly. Verse 16, do not spread slanderous gossip among your people. Do not stand idly by when your neighbor's life is threatened. I am the Lord. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Whoever God put in your life, protect it at all costs. Protect them at all costs. You know, uh, I want to just be real. You know, living in the South, yes, we deal with discrimination. We deal with foolishness. But at the same time, if God sends people in your life, you know, I'm going to tell you this. God going to send, there's a couple of y'all on this line, God going to send many type of cultures of people in your life. But God sending them to you to be a blessing. That you're going to bless them, they're going to bless you. And you're gonna feel uh, bonds of spiritual brothers and sisters, and spiritual mothers and fathers. You know uh, that what God is doing, building families, spiritual families. So when God sent people in your life, do not spread slander and gossip among your people. Say no, you're not tearing them down. If you have a problem, go to them. Now, and this is another thing. I'm gonna speak of the black race. And even the Hispanic race, the only two races I'm very aware of, uh, say, do not stand idly by when your neighbor's life is threatened. I am the Lord. Now, you know, for so many years, you know, I'm going to tell you this. Domestic violence is still real. And it's it's still, and I I believe domestic violence, um, have increased over the years, but it became more private. You know, back then, when I was coming up, you know, if a woman gets slapped in the middle of the street, nobody going to get in fear with that. Cops didn't care. You know, I've seen a lot growing up. You know, a man can just jump on a woman, slap her, cut her, whatever he want to do. Cops ain't going to do nothing. But things change. Now, uh, even bullying, bullying increased. But the Spirit of the Lord said, don't stay idly by when your neighbor's life is threatened. Your neighbor is someone you build a relationship with. You know, today you say, oh, that's my, uh, uh, that's a neighbor. No, someone you, you build a relationship, you invest in time with. A neighbor is is is, is like a, uh, a friend of the, a neighbor True neighbors are like family. So the Lord say, don't stand idle. I ain't getting into that. You look crazy. No. Like, no, you didn't. You know, we need to take a stand for even our neighbors. You know, when I was coming up, neighbors was like family. If my mom and daddy wasn't home, we can go out to a uh, neighbor's house. And, and my parents know, say, oh, my God. You're over here? Yes, yes, ma'am. They over here. Yeah, uh, he lost his key, or 
the door wouldn't unlock or whatever the case may be, or the lights was off and they came over here. You know, neighbors was like family. So don't stand idly. Amen. Do not nurse hatred in your hearts for any of your relatives. Now, I'm going to say this like this. Oh, it's a, um, I, I have a relative. I'm not going to say no day. My goodness. They have a mind like an elephant. They don't forget nothing. They don't forget what happened when they was 10, 12, uh, situation happened 14. I never liked him. He, old, uh, he or she, so forth and so on. So the Leviticus 19, 17 say, do not nurse hatred in your hearts for any of your relatives. Don't nurse it. Don't even nurse it. You know, I'm going to tell you all this. Imagine you having a uh, an animal, and an animal name is hatred. That's the name of the animal. Animal name is hatred. So what you do, only way the animal will get bigger, you have to feed them, give them water, walk it, pay attention to it. So say you nurse that animal, and you nurse it, and that animal is hatred. That animal going to get bigger and bigger, and before it know, before you know it, you ain't going to better control that animal. That animal going to overtake you. It's going to devour you. Hey, you know, uh, I'm going to use a snake. Say you started off, hatred is like a boa constrictor. Let me use something bigger, an alaconda. That's the biggest snake in the world. So you had a baby anaconda, and it and it's named hatred. So you keep feeding it baby chickens. Uh, the anaconda eat the baby chicken. Then it grows up, and you start feeding it rats, mice, and rats. Then it grows up, you start feeding it full-grown chickens. Then it grows up. Then you start feeding it uh, rabbits, and then you grow up and start feeding it uh, peas and cows, and it it eat, and it uh, devour bigger and bigger things. So eventually, if you keep feeding that anaconda, which is represent hatred, it's gonna devour you. So don't nurse hatred with your relatives. Don't nurse it with anybody. So it's a confront people directly. So you will not be held guilty for they sin. You know, many of us say, I should have said something. Nah, in some cases when the Holy Ghost are quick at me, say, son, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Or the Spirit of the Lord say, son, don't say nothing. I got you. There's time. But a lot of times in life, I never confront situations. I never confront it. And I sit there, have a... Uh, uh, I'm going to just say a hatred. We can sit here and play play with this thing. We can say, you ain't supposed to say you hate somebody. I dislike them. Yeah, out of your mouth you say dislike, but in your heart you have hatred for them. You can't stand their guts. When they, if, if they pass by you and blow a little wind around you, I don't know why they pass by me so fast, it'll burn you up, it'll anger you. But confront say, I don't like the way you did that. I don't like the way you hurt my feelings. I don't like the way you said it. And you confront it. That you you don't incubate hatred in your heart or unforgiveness. 
confront people directly. And I'm going to tell you like this. If God put people in your life and someone says something negative, you say, no, uh-uh, you need to go and talk to them. They ain't done me nothing. Amen. Verse 18, do not seek revenge or or bear a grudge against a fellow Israelite. And we look at today, don't seek revenge or bear a grudge against your fellow Christian. Uh, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. You must obey all my decrees. Do not make two different kinds of animals. Do not plant your field with two different kinds of seeds. Do not wool from two different kinds of thread. I'm going to tell you this. Um, God is a God of order. So, I'm going to tell you like this. It's, it's real hard if, you, if you're trying to plant corn and wheat. And you're trying to, as I'm, well, I'm going to plant corn on one row, and I'm going to plant wheat on another row. It's, it's going to be hard because you have to do more hard labor. Because you got to use one technique to handle wheat and another technique to handle corn. And it's just, it's just like with life. Don't mix business with pleasure. Uh, if you have many businesses, keep it separate so it don't cause commingling. It don't cause confusion. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Amen. Amen. Uh, so uh, we're going to go down to verse 26. Do not eat meat that has been, do not eat meat that has not been drained of its blood. You know, I just want to tell people that, you know, you got some people, they eat steak, uh, medium rare, still got blood run, running. That still applies today. Uh, do not practice fortune telling or witchcraft. I'm going to tell you this. Uh, it was a woman of God. You know, God bless her. Uh, years ago, uh, she had a book of Solomon. And uh, it was a black book. And uh, at the time, she was on point with God. And, and in my life, I was getting closer and closer to God. And she handed me a book. She said, you know, King Solomon uh, practiced, you know, witchcraft and water. Did you know Solomon did this and that? I say it wouldn't surprise me because, you know, uh, he had he had many strange wives. And he uh, took on a lot of different cultures of those wives. But at the same time, it's not in the Bible. But I know he picked up some, some, some uh, bad habits. You know, because he had many strange wives. And she said, it don't hurt to, you know, to do this. I say, well, I'm going to tell you this, woman of God. I respect you as an elder. But uh, right now in my life, um, it's not in the Word of God. I ain't picking up no extra book. You know, it was a black book, and it had a book of Solomon. Uh, And I say, no. I stick to my Bible. I'm I'm not strained from anything. So I noticed she, you know, the more things she say, and I say, Lord, what happened? 
And Lord says, son, separate yourself. Because a lot of times, uh, you know, uh, people are going to God and they step back. They, they go strong and they step back. And uh, and really, she was trying to control me, but it didn't work. So um, I just want to tell everybody, be careful what you read. You know, um, there's many authors out uh, out there. But be careful what you read, because you could be practicing something that's not of God. I remember a woman of God, and she used to say, when you're dealing with warfare, witchcraft, you know, put oil in your water, put Epsom salt and peroxide, and it'll get all that film of witchcraft off of you. Now, I have not seen that, and I used to do it. And the Spirit of the Lord say, why do you need to add Epsom salt and peroxide? All you need is my oil, and it and it'll cleanse you. All, all you need is my oil. You bless the olive oil, and this was from a, a, a leader in the church, a pastor. And I say, no, nah, I ain't doing that, Lord. I say, okay, Lord, so I just put a drop of oil, you know, like olive oil in my bath water, and and uh, and I mean, you know, when I get out of that, I feel so refreshed. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, sometimes you're in warfare. You know, it's weird, but I can't explain. But when you're in spiritual warfare, and you and you, you can be in the house all day, and you feel like you work, you work heavily. But it is that oil cleanses your skin, cleanses everything. So I was just blessed. I said, you know what? I don't know who told her that. But, you know, at the time, I had a highly, you know, highly respected her. Still do. But I say, where Epsom salt, peroxide, and, and uh, bless oil, olive oil, got to do with it? I didn't understand it. But the Lord say, all you need is a drop of the oil, and I, uh, it'll anoint, it will cleanse, it will protect. Amen. Verse 28, do not cut your bodies for the dead, and do not mark your skin with tattoos. I am the Lord. Uh, this is... Uh, this practice is being more and more common. And I see a lot of Christian, religious folks, church folks do that. When a son or daughter die, mother, they want to put a tattoo of them. Don't do that. Man, that's my mama. That's where I remember. Get a picture of your mama or your daddy and sit down. Do not cut your bodies for the dead. And and also, they, um, you know, when people in wickedness, They'll uh, slice their wrists, uh, you know, mess with familiar spirits. Do not do this. I am the Lord. Um, also, I want everybody to pray for the young ladies. You know, now uh, sex trafficking uh, international is a booming business. It's a multi-billion dollar business. Sex trafficking. Um, and they look for... Um, it's a certain girls they look for, the, uh, girls of uh, white girls uh, that that have uh, that never been touched. They virgin. Uh, they have to look a certain way, uh, a certain culture. And we have to pray for the daughters and the girls because the enemy trying to catch them young. Uh, certain, uh, you know, certain age, you know. Uh, they start out early as 8 to 12, 8 to 13. 
And if you, you, a lot of kidnaps have been going in America. They've been sending, and if you pay attention, a lot of these young girls are pretty young ladies, beautiful young ladies. They have potential in life. And they send them over to seas for sex trafficking. A lot of princes and kings in foreign countries uh, pay big money for these girls. I mean, $500,000, million uh, for those uh, girls. So we have to pray for our daughters. We've got to pray for the girls. Uh, verse 29, do not defile your daughters by making her a prostitute, or the land will be filled with prostitution and wickedness. Let me tell you this. You have mothers and fathers that are not of God or uh, have um, sick, twisted fantasy. Uh, they've been perverted at a young age. If you notice, areas that have prostitution, uh, those young ladies are getting younger and younger. Because, you know, uh, their parents are not living for God. They they have a dope credit. And they, ain't, they, ain't for, they ain't pay their credit, whatever. And it, uh, and it, wherever there's prostitution, there's great wickedness. Verse thirty: Keep my Sabbath day of rest and show reverence towards my my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Do not defile yourself by turning to mediums or or to those who consult the spirits of the dead. I am the Lord your God. I'm gonna tell everybody this. Uh, if you're still talking to your dead grandmother, your dead mama, your dead grandfather, your dead father, your child, stop it. They're either in hell or they're in heaven. If they're in heaven, they ain't trying to talk to you. they in hell, they probably telling you a different message. But stop talking to dead. You know, sometimes, I don't know to be real, sometimes you 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 have a flashback and say, man, I remember... I can hear my mama's voice saying, son, don't do that. Leave that alone. My daughter, uh, you need to get out of here. You, you Sometimes you have, you know, subconscious thoughts that have come up. You know, uh, you know, I understand. You know, your mother, father, grandmother, anybody in your life have a great impact in your life. Even when they did, you know, you sometimes you reminisce. You say, man, I, I still, in the back of my mind, they tell them, boy, you better leave that alone. You remember what happened? You know you have. But you don't sit there and talk with them. Yeah, I talked to mama today. And you sitting there tripping like, well, mama been dead for 10, 20, 30 years. Or I talked to my old ex, you know, my ex-wife. Or, or my widow wife or widow husband, whatever. Or uh, I talked to old Ray Ray. Remember old Ray Ray, my first this. If people still talk to that, and mainly I know it of it in, in the South. So the Lord say, leave that alone. Don't defile yourself. You're talking of dead things. They dead. Them people gone on to heaven or hell. That's why I keep that picture. Every time I look at that picture, my mama be talking to me. My daddy be talking to me. Get rid of that stuff. Stand up in the presence of the elderly and show respect for the for the age. Fear your God and I am the Lord. I'm going to tell you this. If I have any young people on this line, respect your elderly. There's many young young graves than old graves. Respect your elders. Point blank. Respect them. Even when you leave your parents' house, honor them, but you don't have to obey them. 
Now the Bible say, obey your parents in law that you may be longer. Yet when you're under your parents' house, you obey your parents. When you feel like you can't listen to your parents, you go get your own place. Now, you don't have to do what they tell you to do when you get your I'm gonna say this, when you get your own place, but you still have to honor them. Amen. That's why young people are dropping like flies. Um, every year, um, it's some young man who died on the football field. You find more young people with heart problems. It's the food. No. Look, pay attention to them young kids. Just pay attention. Amen. When you see a young kid that died suddenly, just be honest, people going to funerals, People people going to feel, oh, you don't know why they killed him. He was such a good boy. I don't know why. So, uh, forgive me. Uh, so, so also, um, you know, th- those are the things that I'm learning. You're finding more and more young people die of the listing diseases, infections, viruses I never heard of. You know, and you'll be surprised. Something simple. Child never had asthma on the day of his life. One day the child was at school and had asthma time. Oh, I don't know why the Lord told me he was a good boy. No, he wasn't a good boy. That that boy used to steal out your purse. He used to cuss you out, beat you up, spit on you. Oh, she's such a good daughter. No, she'd bring men in and out your house, cuss you out, use your car, and tell you to go fill it back up. Be honest with you. You know, stop lying. And a lot of y'all know. Some of y'all got nieces and nephews in you know? Yeah, I already know, but I ain't gonna lie. It's under the blood. No, I ain't under the blood. Don't be putting stuff under the blood that need to be addressed. So, uh, verse 33, do not take advantage of the foreigners who live among you in your land. Don't take advantage of foreign people. Um, you know, living in America, is, is mostly like the foreigners taking advantage of the people that are citizens. But regardless, don't take advantage of foreign people. Treat them like native-born Israelites and love them as you love yourself. Remember that you was once foreigners in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Do not use dishonest standards when measuring length, weight, or volume. Use your scales and weight must be accurate. Your containers for measuring dry materials or liquid must be accurate. In other words, um, you know, just basically don't try to get over on people. Amen. You know, do do what's right. If you're not for sure, say I'm not for sure. Amen. If you're trying to make a profit, that's fine. I'm the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Now, in today's time, God said, I, I saved you from sin. I brought you from Pharaoh. You know, you know we, we was, uh, we was uh, on the enemy camp. We was a slave to the devil. And God said, I brought you out of that. 
You must be careful to keep all my decrees and regulations by putting them into practice. I am the Lord your God. Amen. I want to thank God for his word. You know, I want to I give God the glory and the praise, you know, uh, for his word. So when you get, you know, time, uh, when you get time, please, you know, read over Leviticus 19. You know, don't get two New Testaments and you forget <laughs> the uh, the Old Testament. Amen. I want to thank God for everybody that's on the line. I pray blessings over you. And I give honor to God. So read Leviticus 19. Um, anybody want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, it's, it's very important that you do that. Tomorrow's not promised to you. Next week is not promised to you. The next moment is not promised to you. And I'm going to uh, read a scripture. Uh, Romans uh, 10, 9 through 10. Romans 10, 9 through 10. Amen. Um, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. So anybody want to give your life to the give your life to the Lord or dedicate your life to the Lord, just repeat after me. Say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Just come into my life. And fill me with your Holy Ghost, baptized with fire. Amen. 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 I thank God for everybody who rededicates your life to the Lord or gave your life to the Lord. And I encourage you to go to a church in your area, in your area local, wherever the Lord sent you. I encourage you to get your Bible. Um, There's no excuse not to. You can get a Bible for free. I can tell you how. Most of everybody on this line has some type of smartphone. You can get a free Bible app for free. And you can start off and uh, you can get any version, King James, New King James, the Message Bible, New Living Translation, as many versions. Uh, you can start off in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I encourage you to pray, which is talking to God through time. It will get better and better. And I also encourage you um, to attend every Bible study that you can because we always need to learn the Word of God. You're never perfected. So always stay in Bible study. Amen. 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 I thank God for everybody that's here. Do anyone have any comments or any prayer requests before we come to a close? Amen. Mr. Ratchet Council, how you doing? Pretty good. I enjoyed the message, and I just want to thank you for the part when you were saying about um, 
pouring the oil on you instead of doing salt or whatever else people tell you to use. And I say that I like that because that gives me a good idea. This lady want me to put it in that swimming pool, but I said she don't want me to put it in there for nothing. I'm gonna put some of that and on the oil in there and let God do the rest. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. Praise God. Uh, I give God the glory because you know I was I ain't gonna say I was young in the Lord, but you you know. You respect elders, and they tell you the most weirdest things. But the Holy Ghost says, son, all you need is put, put my oil, you know, and put a drop in it. And you take a bath, put a drop over your head. Uh, as a, you know, a, a pulse of grace, you say, put put some on your feet, on your shoe, on your far side. All you need is a drop, and it's, and it's powerful. So uh, that's all you need. You know, all that extra stuff, put some Epsom salt, some peroxide. Uh, you know, it's so funny. It was a man of God uh, in Houston years ago. I don't know if he's in ministry. He might have changed. He had red oil and green oil. And just the red oil, get your husband, or green oil, or get your money. And then you always have those, you know, you always have the most comedian type of personalities when people give testimony. Oh, I went to the casino and I sprayed that green oil on the machine, and Lord, I hit the jackpot. <laughs> and I went back to my man. You always have some some throwed off testimony with a, a comedy twist to it. So I just, you know, all that foolishness I grew up with. But you know, all you need is a drop of oil, and and God would do the rest. Amen. Anyone have any comments or prayer requests? Praise God. Good evening, Prophet Larry. Good evening, each and every one in the lines. Prophet Messiah, praise God. I came in on the late tip, but I did like what I hear, and I was listening to what uh, the other uh, evangelist was saying. Amen. And I believe you were coming out of uh, Leviticus uh, Leviticus 19, and I always pay attention to uh, 28. Here in verse 31, where it says, Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defined by them. And uh, as you were discussing that, uh, some lady had told you what to do, but it's a good thing that you didn't do it because those things do open up the doors to the demonic realm. And a lot of people go after things like that without even thinking. Uh, half the time. Half the time, people use a lot of things in their ministry to attract other people. They even send you these cloths, and you don't know what people are doing. Amen. <clears throat> Believe in the Lord your God. See, it's the reason why he says to be defiled by them, uh, he said, because I am the Lord your God. And Amen. God wants to be our God. Amen. As you were discussing about David and the other wives, Remember, we were talking about that the other night, a few weeks ago, about a week or so, about Solomon, how he had many wives. And what it was is not that God was against him having all these other women, but what it was is he wanted him to be aware, to be wise, that uh, if those women would turn their hearts from me. And so they caused him to go into idol worshiping that caused them to lift up the star onto Raphim. Uh, which um, 
they use the Star of David, but it's not really the Star of David that fell from heaven that they and they made that uh the star of David, but it really is uh Solomon uh following uh the idol worship to Molech and uh those uh uh, gods that they used about child sacrifices and which is what a lot of the uh, like Illuminati and all this other kind of stuff you hear so many people are dying in the industry of music and so on and so forth it's because of uh, those things because of these gods that they still worship because they're all satanic organizations um uh, Freemasonry and Eastern Women's Star and all this other kind of stuff. And we are so innocent to these things because we are not reading the word. People don't discuss it. They don't share it. They don't help you to understand. So a lot of people do uh, do these things and make a mistake. And and uh, and so God wants us to stay away from things like that. So I have the Star of David as a part of the logo that I have for um, broadcast and so I started going back and changing a lot of things because now I just got I just got the revelation on that now I thought that all along that star but if you look at the star itself that they have um, it is a six-point star it's not a five-point it's not a four-point or a three-point it is a six-point star and that six-point star is what they used back then and they still use it today as a form of uh, uh, Freemasonry uh, and satanic sign and symbol. So we have to pay close attention to these things. And you do that, and you open up the door to the demonic realm. So I just wanted to comment on that uh, for a minute there. And that's, that's so important you know, for the young people because you find that the music industry is so wrapped up in the darkness of this world, you know. So I wanted to share that with you all. God bless you. I just wanted to share that. Prophet Larry? Hey, man. Uh, that was that was good because, uh, you know, as I said earlier, you know, uh, I've been seeing a lot more young people in rosary beads and they think it's a fashion statement but they don't mm-hmm. and uh I, and you know when i was growing up a lot of hispanics you know wore that mm-hmm. but now i'm seeing a lot of you know uh, black children african-american whatever you want to call it wear them mm-hmm. and they choose like a fashion statement and i say they just don't know right um and um you know thank god you know, when I was coming up, it was Dungeon and Dragon and the Ouija board and all that stuff, which, you know, I was terrified of it. Like, what you mean that thing moved by itself? No, I don't want that to move by itself. I'm already scared of the dog. I don't need, you know. So we uh, we just have to, you know, really pay attention. Uh, you know, I found out um, that the... Uh, the neo-Nazi sign, the Hitler sign. Mm-hmm. That symbol is actually out of Ethiopia, but it's more straight. It's it's not curved. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethiopians use that sign, uh, but they twist it. 
Mm-hmm. And he was like, when you see that sign, you think of neo-Nazi, you think of racism. Mm-hmm. But that sign came out of Ethiopia, but they angled it differently, mm-hmm. like a, almost like a diamond point. Mm-hmm. So it is things that, uh, you know, I'm starting to learn. You know, uh, you know, the Bible says my people are destroyed because of what? The lack of knowledge, the lack of wisdom. Amen. Amen. I praise, praise God. God. Do anyone else have any comments or prayer requests before we come to a close? Amen. Praise God. Praise, praise God. God. Praise God. Amen. Well, I thank God for everybody that's here. Uh, you know, I thank God for um, uh, everyone that's on the line, and I pray blessings over everyone. And Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.